What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Gossip with Meredith and Steph. This week, of course, we're recapping The Bachelorette. And let's just say the drama here is between the guys, and we're here for it. Mare, what's up for Gossip of the Week? For Gossip of the Week, we have the drama between Alex Cooper, our father, and the TikTokers. Then we're going to move on to Harry Styles rocking the cover of Vogue and all the drama surrounding it. Let's get into it. So the only little recap you guys need to know that's happened this far in The Bachelorette is that Tasha's in, Claire's out, and now we're getting into the actual season that we all came for. I am already loving Tasha. I mean, thousand percent more than I ever liked Claire. So it yeah. is so good. It is so good. It is what we have waited for. And this is the kind of drama that we like. It's not a bunch of bullshit. It's like, it's the normal drama between the other contestants. It's our normal petty mm -hmm. ass shit, people. That's exactly. what we are here for. We didn't sign up for anything else. Mm -hmm. So we're kicking it off with a group date. And this is the grown ass man group date, as we call it. Because that phrase alone was said too many times for my liking. Exactly. And that's why now it's a part of the drinking game. I mean, the amount of times that we heard grown ass man, too no. many to count. So they are starting off in a classroom and they're answering some questions some basic english math questions yeah. and so we're all thinking okay bennett he better kill it because he's mr bragger about going to harvard he um <coughs> immediately loses like immediately one after another can't answer like the most generic questions okay and i will give it to him when he fucked up the math question yeah. i felt that i felt that on a personal level <laughs> That is me my entire life with math. I mean, it's Same. just not my strong suit. Simple mental math. Sorry, not happening. Nope, just forget it. I don't it. have that quality. And so watching him, even all the other questions too, I'm like, damn, like being under the, the on pressure. the spot and the pressure, it's like, yeah, I would probably be like thinking way too long on a simple question too. So then we move on to the next challenge, a tug of war, feats of strength. I hate all of the physical competitions. No. It makes me so uncomfortable watching these guys because it's like, they're trying to be like the grown ass dude. Their ego gets squashed when they lose. Yes, it totally does. <laughs> They're trying extra hard. As a girl, I'd be like, uh, you can win, whatever. I just hate watching anybody struggle at anything. It's like when you catch someone doing something embarrassing, but then you try to pretend that you never saw it. Like you yeah. look away, you're like, I never saw you do that really embarrassing thing. Absolutely. And that's what <laughs> related to us in the tug of war competition. Yes. Bennett, our king, he has a knee injury. Yeah, probably uh, from playing water polo. <laughs> Exactly, riding horseback. <laughs> so he doesn't do the second challenge. Then we move on to now we have a cooking challenge. Once again, I'm uncomfortable. They have to prepare a meal to serve Tasha, And something caught my eye. Bennett, once again, catching my eye. Uh -huh. It was when he said to Tasha, Tasha, how are we on avocado? <laughs> I mean, I died right there. It's not, hey, Tasha, you like avocado or not? Or 86 on avocado. It's like... <laughs> How do we feel about it? Do yeah. we feel good? Do we feel encouraged? She's like, love avocado. Like, 
It was hilarious. I'm like, Bennett, oh my God, you're so extra. You're not her actual like personal chef. No, it's the fact that he made her beignets. I was oh like, dude, like those are like powdered donuts. Yeah. Okay. That's all you needed to say. Oh my God. Bennett is just here on vacation. Oh. He's enjoying himself to the max. He hasn't been bothered one time. Not once. He's like, sorry, this is above me. <laughs> and you know what? It's that type of energy and attitude that just, I don't know, it warms my heart. It brings me joy. Exactly. It's just the way he does it. It's so like charismatic, even though he's yeah. blatantly like being preppy elitist and that's why we didn't like him right at first and then as soon as he roasted dale we said we're besties <laughs> all the, the guys game, too the game changed and now all of his little i'm richer than everybody attitude is super endearing yeah it's hilarious. i'm loving it every time it's on my screen and then on top of that, Bennett also gets into bed to serve Tasha the avocado, and he's in a robe. He's in a robe. All the other guys Shirtless are in shirts. Underneath. He has got the deep V going, the chest hair. I'm like, okay, Bennett, enough. But anyways, it secures him the fucking win as grown-ass man award. Mm-hmm. And of course, naturally, all the guys are livid, mad. <laughs> they can't have it that he won. They're like, you didn't even participate in one of the challenges. And Bennett's like, Exactly. And I still won. I still won without having to do one of the challenges. So suck it. So as the group date comes to a close, we are moving on to the cocktail party. Bennett currently still in his robe, (laughs) just showing off his win. He's very proud. He's very happy. And someone's mad. (laughs) Uh, Jason isn't happy to say the least. Very annoyed with Bennett. He is mad that he won and is talking shit about his robe and just like having a little like bitch fit. Yeah, exactly. And it's like... Don't even try coming for Bennett because he will fucking like rip you a new one any day. Now Tasha enters the room. She's looking amazing. Just flawless. She's ready sit- to chat it up with the guys. Absolutely. She walks in, sits down, and Bennett immediately turns to her and asks to take her before she has a minute to say a single word to the guys. Like I get being the first one and kind of jumping the gun, but you know how this works and you know she's got to like address the room first and then you steal her. Exactly. Not before she hasn't even said a word to anyone. And it was so weird. She's like, uh, sure, but let me say hi to everybody first. I was, it was so, so awkward. Oh my God. Bennett, come on. You knew better than that. Just immediately shuts him down. Like, I'm actually gonna. Chasen was pushing him and he was feeling like overconfident. Yeah. He was like, oh, I got to take her first because I won. So then Tasha obviously continues addressing the guys. And right when she's finished, the time where normally you'd ask to pull her first, Jason pulls Tasha. After Bennett has already asked first off, let me point out. Bennett already made it clear he asked first. Tasha just said, wait a second. And what does fucking Jason do? Take Tasha. And that's where I'm like, Tasha, you're the bachelorette. Say, you know what, Jason, I'll come find you second. Bennett asked me first. Everyone is like fighting over a toy. Everyone's like, mine. I'm like, okay, can we have some decency here, And then I'm pretty sure Bennett was like, all right, like I was just going to take her for like five minutes. Like, okay, don't pull a Dale, Bennett. Watch yourself. (laughs) Because we're timing now. Yeah. We're we're timing you. (laughs) And so when Chasen takes Taysha, I felt like he was under a spotlight, like literally out of control. He was just like blurting out a ton of facts about himself, just cooking, 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 like trying to rush the relationship where it's like she didn't really ask him anything he sat down and was like here's all about me yeah. this is why i'm not dating anybody. but then at the same time he's like but you know that's a story for another time it's like don't get into something like this and then not tell me the story like it's just i think he was just trying to really like that's have how you that moment far. that's yeah. how you make it far is by being like vulnerable, vulnerable first yep and he says at one point and this is just something to me that was a little bit concerning yeah Jason is 32 and he says, I've been in multiple relationships, but I've never been in love. 
uh, red flag, ding, 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 alert. The more I sat with this comment, the more I was like, okay, wait, you've been in multiple relationships and you haven't loved any one of them. And it's like, we've all had those relationships. Like I had high school relationships where I thought I loved somebody, yeah. but then now I have my real relationship and I truly get what love is, right? you know? But it's like, that doesn't take away from like what at the time when you were younger, like those past relationships, you didn't think you were in love. Like you, right. at the time you would have considered it love. And just, for him to say he's been in multiple relationships but never been in love concerns me. Right, because it's like, what is going to make Taisha be the one? And it's like, what does he think love is? It's yeah. like, how have you been in so many relationships and you're 32 years old but you've never been in love? And I get not having the right person yeah. and then being out of it and being like, that wasn't true love. Right. But you know, it's like, either way, in the moment when you're with them, I feel like there's some love. Right, and why would you say that in general to The Bachelorette? Yeah. She I'm doesn't just... want to hear that. Like, oh, so you got, you got like playboy issues over here. So it's like, not what I want to hear out of you. And it's like, you're saying you've never been in love. So you're coming on the show that makes you fall in love the quickest. Yeah. You're going to fall in love in what? Six weeks? It's taken you 32 years and you, and you still, still haven't gotten there. He's like, I love nobody. Not my mama. Not my <laughs> daddy. <laughs> so everything with Jason right off the bat, he's giving us some worrisome vibes. So then we move on to Ben and Tasha. Thank the sweet Lord. Oh Thank my God. Ben, what a little lovey-dovey. I love Ben. He has been in the background for me. Yeah. Even though like the show and everybody like makes a point to show Ben, even yeah. in Claire's season, it's not like he was like Brendan where I never saw him until the last episode. Yeah. They always had a spot for Ben. But this episode, I feel like I really got to yeah. know him. And he is so sweet. I just feel like I can read him so much better. Like just a more genuine, nervous, totally. but also like calm and collected. Cause it's not like he doesn't seem like he's putting on a show. So there's nothing for him to be like nervous about. You know right. what I mean? Like, and then it's like, you can tell Tasha's nervous too. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can tell they're both like mutually into it. And I'm like, I have the butterflies. I do too. And on top of that, Ben did something that I applaud him for. In the middle of him and Tasha talking, he says like, I really just want to kiss you right now. And then they made out. If you don't know if they're going to want to reciprocate it, you know, like he's in an awkward position with her right now right. a little bit. So instead of straight up asking, can I kiss you like a weirdo? Like you got no balls. <laughs> it's like, I can't even continue my conversation. I just really want to kiss you right now. And that's the way he was making it. Like he was yeah. forgetting his words. Didn't really know. He was so yeah. focused. He's like, I'm sorry. I just really want to kiss you. And it was perfection. I'm chef's like, kiss. Mwah! I get not being able to dive right into the lean-in. Obviously, yeah. we see how that went with Claire and Zach. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just don't go fucking out of nowhere because sometimes it's a surprise. It's risky. It's risky. Really risky. And he's probably like, you know, I don't know if she's feeling it as much as me. So he's like, I just really want to kiss you. And right. she said, yup. And lock and lips. The rest is history. Amen. Although I will say right now on the record, I'm fucking pissed that we didn't get more of Riley. Oh my God. Riley was nowhere to be seen. Where was he this episode? Yep. Hopefully next episode he gets some screen time because he deserves it. I want him making it all the way to the end. Oh yeah. He's going to be on Paradise. We can't worry about that. Oh, thank God. So now we move on to Tasha and Ivan. And Ivan, I like him. For the most I part, I like him. Mm. He was trying to pull this whole seductive Fifty Shades of Grey moment. I feel like those people that do that for these little moments that they have, the little bit of time they have with right. the Bachelorette, they ruin it by doing something cheesy like this because it's like, they're not comfortable enough right now at this point. Let's get to know each other. And the more she gets to know you and the you get to know her, it's like, that's going to get you further. 
I need you doing icebreakers at your first like college class. That's right. what I need from you. Like everybody, two truths and a lie. Okay. Yeah. Like let's get to know each other instead of, hey, I'm going to blindfold you and make you eat fruit out of my hands. It like makes you, <laughs> it makes him look a little bit insecure in the fact that like he's got to have an activity for them to do it so right. that it's not awkward. I would have just rather got to know Ivan like I yeah. got to know Ben. Totally. I would rather take what Chasen did to be honest. Yeah. Just blurting out facts about himself. Yeah, at least we know you a little bit better. Exactly. But do like Ivan. We're fine with him. Hopefully he steps it up. The next person to take Taisha is Ed. You may not know Ed because Ed has not been shown until this episode. Yeah, we had no idea who he was. No. And earlier when Chasen was kind of picking at Bennett, Ed jumped in and kept calling him an actor and telling him he's here for the wrong reason. Yeah, digging at him. Things got a little, you know. Heated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because Chasen did say that Ed had uh, chicken legs, you know. <laughs> And I don't know why people keep hating this entire episode on Ed's, like, body structure. For real. What? Like, he's ripped. Maybe he's not the tallest guy in the room, but I don't look at him and think scrawny. No, exactly. <laughs> Opposite and of scrawny. Right. It's, like, he, beefy. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Very a beefy. big boy. And I also just hate it in that moment that Chasen is doing, like, a physical blow. Yeah. I am not about the physical blows. And one of the dudes was like, oh, come on. Like, right. Like, it's just a little uncomfortable. That's, like, elementary. Like, it's like, go at their personality all you want because it's, like, I'm sorry, you can change that about yourself. You can change your personality and be yeah. like, if I'm being a dick, I cannot be a dick. Right. But it's like, okay, his legs, bro? And also such a random insecurity you know he probably has. Yeah, and it's like, oh, sick. Thanks for now making that an announcement to everyone. So now everyone's paying attention to it. Oh, the petty was just in tip-top yep. shape. Like, too far. So when Ed pulls Taisha, he wants to confront, and absolutely he does. He's tattletaling a little bit here. As we know, the person that always brings the drama to the bachelor or bachelorette ends up going home so ed i don't know you secured your spot to leave like you just bought your plane ticket because it's like either you're obsessed with the drama and that's why you're involved in it or you're, you're causing it yeah you're causing it so he tells on chasen and Tasha seems concerned and then ed also communicates to Tasha that he said the chicken legs comment so she's really not happy at this yeah point. she's like okay rude yeah obviously i'd be pissed too i'd be like that's fucking such a low blow for real ed also brings up to Tasha that he's concerned that chasen isn't here for the right reasons because he's been saying the same adjectives that he did about claire which this whole argument right here doesn't make sense to me and it's brought up throughout the rest of the show. But frankly, what it is, is Ed, you just don't like Chasen exactly. and you're finding a reason. It's like the phrase that he said about Claire and Tasha is that he was on cloud nine. Well, he got to know both of them. This is the same amount of time. So he doesn't know them well enough to have really any other adjective. And all of the other guys are probably saying the same things too. They've it's literally known her at this point on the group date for two days. Right. It's, and it's like, like, hello. And also it's like, Ed, come on. It's not that concerning to bring up. You're just digging yourself a hole and sending yourself home. And I hate when people say you're not here for the right reasons. It's like, how do, how you, do know? you know? Unless they straight up tell you, like, I mean, one of Ed's concerns, this is the only valid point Ed makes, like, throughout this entire thing, is that, like, he makes comments about how Chasen is just here for the Instagram followers. And it's like, I get it. That's obviously a concern that everyone has going into it. That's why you'd be here for the wrong reasons, for the fame. But that's what you get signing up. Anyone that signed up on the show knows they're going to get followers and fame from this. Exactly. Like, Ed, did you think you weren't going to get Instagram followers? Yeah. And like, it's like, did you think you weren't getting a HelloFresh subscription? And would you be mad? Are you, you'd be mad if you got followers from this? 
Ed's whole argument against Chasen to me is just a little faulty. I yeah. see some holes with it. And it's a little too soon. He doesn't have enough evidence to back it up at this point. So then Ed returns back to the group of the guys and he straight up lets Chasen know that he told on him basically to Tasha like all of his concerns that he had with Chasen. <laughs> Things get awkward. I think it was the right move on Ed's part because eventually the bachelor or bachelorette always pulls the person in trouble and then says who tattled on them. Exactly. So you gotta straight up just be like, by the way, straight up, I told her what I don't like about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ed, smart move. Yes. Because immediately after Ed tells Chasen, Tasha walks up and says, Chasen, can I talk to you? And Chasen at this point looks like he's literally about to beat some ass. He's like out of his seat, like, yup, got plenty of say. Yeah, he's like, yup, got to clear some things up. And she's like, you seem a little defensive. And he starts it off with, well, Ed has just been attacking me. And that phrase alone kills me. I'm just like, he's attacking you with his words. With You his called him chicken legs, so don't even start. Exactly. It's just like, you just don't like that Ed is essentially tattling on you. Yeah, exactly. Chasen makes his point, whatever. He says his little spiel. And then Tasha goes, you know what? That's okay. I'm going to stay back. I'm going to think about my decision. And then I'll like meet you guys back there. And Tasha, being a smart ass bitch like she is, just mm-hmm. killing it, saying, I'm going to follow my gut and she's not being stupid. It's like she's seeing red flags in both of them right now, but she's choosing to just believe in herself. Right. And not ruin the other time for the guys that aren't involved in this issue. So while she's staying back, thinking about what she just heard, Chasen's immediate response to what Tasha said with, don't do that anymore, he goes right up to Ed and confronts him and is like puffing out his chest and he is fucking mad, mad. Standing over him while Ed is sitting on the couch and just I mean live it like you can just tell this dude is a hothead and Ed is only furthering the problem like making everything worse he starts throwing a dick comment about his medium shirt and then Jason's like well actually it's a large so all right the low blows and the weird personal comments like calling him a Zac Efron movie it's like (laughs) Ed it's so spot on though no it is spot on Jason is totally a Zac Efron movie Troy Bolton if I've ever seen one and Jason is not backing down and then Tasha walks back around to come back with the guys and they all scramble to their seats <laughs> yep. So this is when Tasha gives the group date Rose. She psychs us out. She starts off with Ben saying all the things she loves about him. And I noticed she did this in the prior episodes. Yeah, it is a thing she does. She like says a little thing about all the guys that made an impression on her tonight. But that doesn't mean you're getting her Rose. <laughs> exactly. So it's like she's talking about the group date Rose and then she goes, Ben, I really had a great time tonight. And it's always the long pause. I'm I straight like, up thought Ben got it. Me too. So she's psyching us out. And honestly, I wanted Ben to get it so bad. I felt he deserved it. I thought he made the best impression. And then she ends up giving it to Ivan, which was a big surprise for me because he was the one that pulled the Fifty Shades of Grey shit. Ivan just didn't make as big of an impression on me as Ben did. Exactly. Like, I want to know if their conversation was longer and it was just editing. Right. And they didn't show the parts that she really liked about him. They just showed the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. And then poor Ben says, hi, my name is Ben. I didn't get a rose again. Okay. Just rip my heart out and stomp on it. Why don't you? He's really struggling this episode. No, it only gets worse. He really likes her. Yeah. Like you can tell he's immediately like all about her. Oh, totally. He is reading her room. (laughs) Absolutely. It's her world and he's just living in it. So now it's the cocktail party before the rose ceremony and all the guys are all dressed up, ready to go. And Chasen kicks off the night by essentially trying to apologize to Ed. Trying to be the bigger man. You know, he's like, I don't want the drama because that's going to send me right home. Chasen is realizing he's already has one strike. And so he's trying to just save his ass at this point. Like he's acting like he wants to apologize to Ed, but damn well, deep down, we know Chasen is not wanting to apologize to Ed. 
upset. Yeah, and Ed knows it too. Ed's like not having it. No, Ed is not allowing him to apologize. Just keeps but it's like Ed pushing. Just fucking cram it, squash it. No, he's too obsessed with the drama, and there's always one of the guys that gets so wrapped up in the yeah. drama. And it's like Ed, you ratted Chasen out, and Chasen's apologizing to you. That would never typically happen. You know, it's like no, you were the one that was screwing him over. Take what you can get. And Ed, why don't you worry on talking to Tasha instead of just like tattling, okay? Yeah. He has had no time with Tasha that's actually Maybe that's valuable. Like the only thing he can think of to talk about with That her. happens all the time yeah. where it's like the one person that's not getting any time just starts drama with right. the other person. Yeah. Like, and so Tasha comes in and she immediately talks to Ben. Ben and her once again hitting it off. Hitting it off. Romeo kissing and, away. Romeo and Juliet. Oh my God. I love the two of them. And then we get back to Ed. Ed, get out of my face. Ed talks to Tasha again one-on-one, and what does he do? Immediately rat out Jason. For the night before, for like getting up in his face and the whole yeah. Zac Efron moment. It's yeah. like, okay, Ed, you were just as, as much talking shit. You just weren't standing, okay? And then he's like, he was portraying it to Tasha as if like, yeah, Jason was about to like completely beat me up and punch me in the face. Exactly. She's like, I will not stand for any physical <laughs> violence. Jason's like, bro, he was never gonna hit you, dude. He was just like fronting. He was fucking mad. And it's like, Ed, come on, have some fucking backbone and stand the fuck up then. Get in his face. So then Taysha pulls Chase in and Chase immediately owns up to getting in Ed's face. Yeah. It's like he never once said I was going to hit him. It's like no. Chase is not admitting to physical violence. He's just saying like, yeah, I was mad and I went up to him and confronted him. Yeah. It's like that's like, like I was a, in the heat of the moment. Like, like kind of like a normal thing to do. I mean, definitely like a red flag with the anger and like how yeah. mad he's getting. Yeah. But also it's like Ed be, is pushing. I'd be livid if I was chasing. I would have been like, get your ass up. Let's go. Ed <laughs> is the type of person in a fight that like sits back and like laughs at you when yeah. you're getting livid. And then plays the victim card the entire time. It's like you're the one poking and poking and poking. Exactly. Like you're pushing me to my absolute breaking point where my brain is combusting. Yeah. And then I get in trouble for it. Exactly. You're no, fucking I, gaslighting. You're Ed's gaslighting. Shit. And then Tasha's even like, yeah, uh, Chasen, not a good look. Not a good look. Which it's not. No, it it's really not. You're on TV. You're on camera. You got to keep it together no matter how pissed you are. And even in the heat of the moment, when Chasen is done talking to Tasha about his confrontations with Ed for now the second time, <laughs> Chasen goes to genuinely apologize. Yeah. Like pulls Ed aside and is like, hey, I'm sorry about last night. Yeah. I don't want to keep going through this for the next couple weeks. Like, I don't want to do this. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Ed just will not let him apologize. No. Just pulling random shit out of his ass to like hold against Chase. And it's like enough. Exactly. He's like, and well, I still don't think you're here for the right reasons. And it's like, that's fine. We don't have to be friends whatsoever. Just keep my name out of your mouth. Like we can just be civil because we're forced to be in this together. So Chasen and Ed are just going back and forth. And finally, the guys have had enough. Zach comes over and he goes, I couldn't care less about this situation. So just cram it. Yeah, like drop like, it. Oh my God, none of us give a shit. Like shut it. And even the guys were saying about Ed, like that Ed will just not let Chasen apologize. It's like at this point, he's tried twice to bury the hatchet. Ed. <laughs> let it go for real so now we're finally to the rose ceremony and so the three guys that got sent home were sadly our man straight jacket oh buddy he got sent home i mean i'm not really surprised he didn't seem like tasha's type yeah you know, like yeah i didn't think they were vibing and then the two new guys and the yeah. new guys look pissed they're like great <laughs> we just quarantined flew I, across the country to do this and we, we get sent home the next day yeah like we just got here and then tasha makes a great point as she's like saying goodbye to the 
the guys and you know wrapping it up she's like I never want to lead anyone on like that you know it sucks sending people home but I never want to lead anyone on boom roasted Claire that was a dig at her exactly it's like yeah because you wasted all of these other guys' time so <laughs> the big question of the night who is going home and who is staying Chasen or Ed who stays luckily for both of them Chasen and Ed both make it through right here right now who do you think is gonna get sent home first Chasen or Ed the only thing about Chasen is his anger will get him sent home because he'll make the biggest scene however I think Ed should go home because he's a snake that knows how to push everyone's buttons especially Chasen's so who do you think is gonna go home first oh, sorry I just had to give my <laughs> back story um Ed, I hope Ed goes home first. I think he will too, because I think the producers want to keep chasing on as long as they can, because he's going to like ruffle some feathers. He's like a bigger personality right now. He's super cute. I think they're just like, Ed, you can only do so much for us and you've already done it. So you, you gave what you could and now it's time for you to go. Yeah. So now we're moving on to the group date, the WWE wrestling group date. Once again, the physical group dates that make me beyond uncomfortable. And now the guys are wrestling body to body. Right. And they're in like little fucking booty shorts. Yeah. Covered in oil. So you know the grip is like not there. They're slipping and sliding. No. They have balls in each other's faces. I, I was... And they're yeah. slamming each other around. Someone's getting hurt. Like, I would be like, okay, this is really uncomfortable. And you know what? Tasha's feeling the same thing we are. She's yeah. like, I thought this was going to be, like, fun, you like know? maybe, like, boxing or something. Just, like, a couple gloves. Boxing, yeah. Not a little full-oiled wrestling. Yeah, no, because the whole MMA, like, fighting-style jiu-jitsu that we had yeah. going on here, it's like, they were going... Scrappy. <laughs> going so hard. What I loved, straight out of <laughs> Joe's mouth. And it's like, I feel you. I hear you. Joe straight up says... What worries me is we have former NFL players here. It's like these, some of the contestants, like easy, are former NFL players and I have to wrestle them. And he, Joe's like, I mean, I was all conference in volleyball in high school. Like, it doesn't stand a chance. Joe is my sweet baby angel. Yeah. Never having any type of confrontation. He's a supporter. Yeah. He is so Positive nice. vibes. And then, so not only is Joe shitting his pants to go against former NFL players, <laughs> but Ed is also shitting his pants because, of course, going into this, they all know. All the guys called it. They're like, Ed and Jason are going to have to go at it. The producers are going to make them fight each other. And if I was Ed, I would be scared because as we know, Chasen has a little thing called anger. A little temper. Like you could be the scrawniest person, but if you have level 10 anger issues, like you could beat anybody's ass. Chasen's going to black out and be like, now's my time to rage. (laughs) Like he goes, I'm the Wolverine. Yeah. It's like, couldn't beat your ass the other night, but tonight's the night. And what does Ed do? He stands up (laughs) and he goes over to Chris Harrison and says, hey, I have a shoulder dislocation issue. Like, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Poor timing. Should have said this before even going into this date whatsoever. Right. But now right before you're supposed to go up against Chasen, you're like, ah, Chris, actually my uh, shoulder dislocating issue, which I do feel bad about because if his shoulders are just dislocating left and right from like physical contact, it's like... He probably shouldn't be doing it. If I was on The Bachelorette and they said, all right, everybody is going to run a mile. I'd say, excuse me. I have asthma. I'm taking the hell out. (laughs) I'm fucking out. Don't make me do that. Yeah. And all the guys are talking mad shit. They're like, oh, he's scared. Like he weightlifts all the time. But it's like, 
Okay, that's like controlled exercising yeah. versus getting body slammed exactly. to the ground. Exactly. Like, no way. The two don't even go hand in hand here. And so since Ed's not going to fight, Tasha's like, all right, like, who's going to be my, like, knight in shining armor and fight Chase in? And guess who jumps the fence? Fucking Noah. Noah with the mustache. I mean, hops that fence like Spider-Man. Yeah. And is ready to rock. You know he's the kid at the party, like, <laughs> in college that's, like, jumping off of high services onto tables. Like, yeah. crashing into dumpsters and bushes he's you know the, like he's the dude that'll do a dare if any it's dare any dare okay so after noah and chasen go head to head chasen wins he wins the wwe thing which was very confusing to me i was like um what like chasen yeah. of all people Not wins? easy come on and so after noah wrestles and he's just there taisha asks noah to come back with them and come back with the guys that are on the group date taisha bad move the i'm not agreeing with I hate when they do that, when they single someone out, you know, that's not a part of it. It's like, it's kind of just rude to the other guys. It's just not fair. And also you're causing turmoil for that guy. Like, right. You're putting Noah in such a bad spot. Yeah. Because he's going to get heat for it. Exactly. And so on top of the guys just being so annoyed with Noah for just jumping in and making this huge scene, trying to be the center of attention. What does Noah do at the cocktail party? Takes Tasha first. Again, another strike. Like, literally, dude, come on. You are asking to put a fucking target on your back. The guys are like, you, you're you not even supposed to be here, and then you're going to steal her first? I'd be pissed, too. And Taisha, when she talks to Noah, she says, and I quote, wouldn't it be cool if we shave off your mustache? <laughs> and that right there, I'm like, thank you, sister. Like, For the love of God, Noah, no. shave that shit. The one little scruffy, thick, bushy It was mustache. so bushy. It and was it's like... He looked like he had baby face. Yeah. And then just the biggest, thickest mustache I've ever seen. And that, those kind of like mustaches are like to be funny. So if you're not a just naturally hilarious person, but you not can't even rock it. Not even hilarious. Like you need to be quirky and like that's your vibe. That's your vibe because it's like you're not trying, but it fits you and it's funny. I don't know. The mustache can have so many vibes to me. Like the mustache on Noah was very Farmer John, Oklahoma. Yeah. It's not like haha, Like weird quirky. pervy uncle. Yeah, no thank you. And so Tish is like, yeah, no, I, I really think we should just go shave it off. It needs to happen. And so Noah obviously can't say no. He runs back to his room to go grab his razor. In the meantime, Tasha then starts talking to Brendan. Our love, the one-on-one date from last episode. Just killing it. Brendan was the guy on his one-on-one date that shared with Tasha. He was super nervous about it that he's also been divorced before. Tasha's like, I've also been divorced. I was nervous to tell you too. And right after that, immediately they were more comfortable. It's like now they're, I feel like they're super close and I love them together. But then Tasha kind of makes it weird. So Brendan is like kind of making a spiel about how much he likes Tasha. And frankly, I didn't even think it was like that much of a ramble. No, he's just I didn't think he was like really going on some big tangent. And she like leans in to kiss him while he's talking. And they're like laughing. She interrupts him by like kissing him. And she's laughing and she's like, you just ramble sometimes. And he goes, really? I do? And she's like, yeah. And, and then I'm, keeps kissing him. It was just really uncomfortable. Because in that moment, she might have been kidding or just kind of like, I wanted you to shut up. I just wanted to kiss. Right. But he genuinely was like, wait, I do? Like, he's right. unaware of with himself, like how he's acting. So now he's going to be th- thinking about that every single time they're having a conversation. And he doesn't ramble. He at doesn't. least from what we've seen. And now he's insecure about it. But I mean, you know what? He got to make out with her. 10 out of 10. While this is all happening, we keep seeing interviews of Ben off screen where he is strategizing. He hasn't talked to Tasha yet. And here's his reason why. <laughs> he wants to be the last one to talk to her because mm. he wants to make the biggest impression. It's fresh in her mind. Yeah. 
really leave her with a good nugget of Ben. Yeah, and he's like, so being here for the right reasons is being kind and genuine and listening. And then he's like, I want to make sure I'm making the like the biggest impression on her before she makes any decision. Like he is really thinking this through and giving it a lot of an energy. It's not portraying it like that to Tasha. Right. All these other guys keep coming up to her and pulling her. And this comes to bite Ben in the ass later. So then Noah comes up for the second time. Once again, hello, Noah, you weren't supposed to be on this date. And now you're interrupting someone to talk to her for a second time because you ran and got your fucking razor. Go shave it in your own bathroom. That's disgusting. I don't want your mustache hairs all over my gown. <laughs> for real. Respect the fabric. Like, ew. And imagine being like that close to his nose and like you don't like him really yet. So it's like, I'd just be like the ick immediately would happen. <laughs> immediately the ick. Sorry. I'm just like that fucking burly bush on his face. Get. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, sidetracked. <laughs> Fucking Noah interrupts. So Noah sits down and Tasha shaves off his mustache. And when I say that Noah turned into a different human being. Immediately his ranking one through 10 went up. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just like immediately way cuter. I'm like, wow, you look like younger, but not like in a baby way. He just literally looks so much better. We can't even explain it enough. And so after this whole Noah shaving ceremony, she goes back and she's about to pass out the group date rose. And now this is where Ben comes into play. At this point, Ben has not talked to Tasha, And it's the end of the night and she's like wrapping it up. And so then he's like, oh, this is my moment. Like, but a she, little too late. Oh, a little too late. She sits down and she's like, all right, guys, like so happy about today. I had a great time. And he interrupts her. He's like, Tasha, can I talk to you for a second? And he, she's like, Ben, it's the end of the night. I'm wrapping it up. And he's like, um, okay. Like, completely denies him. Or she she said something like, I'm really disappointed because you could have pulled me earlier. Like, she roasted him for a second in front of all the guys. <laughs> he just had those, like, sad puppy dog eyes on. No, and she's I like, know. you know, I was really disappointed that you didn't come find me earlier. You had plenty of time to. Yeah. But it's like, I totally get it from both ways. From Ben's point of view, he's trying to have this grand romantic moment, leave the biggest impression, yeah. be the last one. He thought this one. was, like, a strategy. And he's putting, this is, like, a ton of effort he's actually putting into it. But from Tasha's eyes, it's... It's looking like he didn't give a shit this entire time and he just laid back. Like if she could see the behind the scenes right. of him like amped up to do it, totally. it would be different because there's effort there. Not a good look, unfortunately. No, it's and not. We, and I felt so bad for Ben because I know this is not what he intended and he is getting crushed. So Ben doesn't get time with Taisha and Taisha gives the rose to Noah. So Ben at this point after Noah gets the group date rose, he's just not happy. He's like, Noah wasn't even supposed to be on the group date. Then he took her first. Then he took her twice. Yeah. But the thing is, is I think that Ben here was really more mad at himself yeah. than anybody. He was like, I, I should have stepped it up. He was trying to do the right thing. It just backfired so bad. Bit him right in the ass. But I think he can absolutely come back from this. I think if he explains it to her, right. it would be different. Totally. And that's a wrap on the Bachelorette recap this week. Let's hope that we get some more Riley screen time next week. I am more excited for Tasha season than I have been for any other in so long. Right. And I'm not even just here for the drama, like the pettiness between the guys. I'm here genuinely like so excited to see who she picks and who she likes. Right. I am here for Tasha. I am <laughs> here, here for, for the right reasons. <laughs> So now let's get into Gossip of the Week, and I am pumped to talk about 
the lineup this week. First, we're gonna kick it off with things we are passionate about. Alex Cooper and TikTok. So if you guys wanna actually see what we're talking about, go to Dave Portnoy's TikTok. And this is where it's got the clips of Alex Cooper roasting the TikTokers. You can see it all there. Recently, Dave Portnoy has been hanging out with the TikTokers. He has Josh Richard on his podcast now. And genuinely, I'm like, does Dave actually like these guys? But I think he's just a smart businessman and he knows this is what's blowing up right now. This is the crowd that we got to get into at Barstool Sports. So let's have him on. Totally. And he brings on Alex Cooper to basically rate the TikTokers and yeah. rate all the guys, all the people that are in like the sway house, the flow house, whatever the fuck they're called. The flow house. The hype <laughs> house, the not a content house. I don't even know at this no. point. And so the first thing that Alex wants to address is Dixie D'Amelio and Noah Beck, their relationship. It's kind of new and they're always like posting just really weird, cringy, cringe videos together that makes you think they're like middle school obsessed with each other in love. I just have to keep remembering they're like nine. 19, 20. It's just still. They're I, younger. Their fans are younger. So it's just all really surface level and cringe. And, and so Alex says basically about their relationship, she's like, I just hate when people fake a relationship for clout. Like, she's like, I just don't believe it. Which honestly, I don't agree with Alex on this. Yeah. I think their relationship is real. I think they actually do like each other, but I get what you mean, Alex. Yeah, totally. Because it could be, you know, it's like, how do we even take any of it seriously? Or is it all just clickbait, you know? For real. And this comes back to get her roasted because Dixie duets the clip of Alex roasting them and she shows them like laying in bed early in the morning like in just like she's no like, makeup and yeah. she's just like showing that they're actually you know dating yeah she's just like rolling her eyes like okay she's like ooh you caught us like so maybe that time Alex wasn't correct, but still got her back. Next, Alex Rose, the TikTok boys specifically. So first Alex comes after Griffin and she's like, um, yeah, Griffin slid into my Insta DMs. And she's like, you're like 18. I'm like 27. She's like, absolutely not. You shot your shot, but never happening. No, thank you. No, absolutely Next. not. Next. Then we move on to Bryce Hall. This he's a, he's a whole issue in himself. I have so many issues with this Bryce Hall dude. Yeah. Number one, the fact that he said that Ariana Grande was using him as a marketing move. Um, please don't ever think of yourself that highly that Queen Ariana would ever think about you as an actual human being. She doesn't even know you responded to what she said. She hasn't lost any sleep over it. So thank you. Next. Now he's calling out Billie Eilish of all people. And this one gets me because no. it's like with that, at least with Ariana, she was kind of talking shit. Like, I love that all these TikTokers are going to Saddle Ranch in the middle of a pandemic. You know, like Ariana was calling them out essentially. Billie? She didn't do shit. What did Billy do to, to deserve that? Nothing ever. Billy is a perfect human. I love her. She is so unique, so herself, and she doesn't ever come for anybody unless they come for her. And also it's like, they're complete polar opposites and like following what they're famous for. Every single thing, they're completely opposite. They would never cross paths. Like I get Alex Cooper crossing paths with the TikTok guys. They're being drama. What the fuck does Billy have to do with anything? Like she's a musician. She's talented. She doesn't do little stupid dances on TikTok for her career. Thank you. And what did he tweet? He goes, Billy, do you need some help getting Instagram followers? Like I have more than you. Excuse oh. me. First of all, let me point out that can Bryce Hall fill a huge stadium full of fans and perform for hours? No. Second, it's like 
Yeah, Bryce, you probably have more followers than her because that's all you're famous for is having followers. Billie's famous for music. So that doesn't mean everyone that loves her music and is a huge fan that has to follow her. I'm sorry, it's your niche and not hers. Leave her out of it. Why don't you focus on yourself because you're dating Addison Rae and she's constantly posting that everybody needs to be kind. I can't believe everybody it. needs to be nice to each other. And then she's dating Bryce, who is the gum off the bottom of my shoe. Girl, literally. Even Josh Richards, who's a TikToker and his friend says he's the biggest douche yeah. of them all. He was going around the house giving people permission to touch his muscles. No. I can't. No. And it's like, Addison, open your eyes, sweetie. Did you not see all the videos of his birthday party where that you weren't at and him having strippers asses in his face? Like blatantly cheating on you. On around a million girls and you weren't there. Like Bryce, it's like you could be Josh. You could be Josh Richards. Yeah. It's like you could just be a normal, cool guy or David Dobrik. It's like they're all famous for the exact same thing just for being famous. YouTube, exactly. TikTok. And at least like Josh is like, he makes fun of himself too. Right. Moving on to something we are both equally passionate about. Harry Styles rocking the cover of Vogue, being the first man in history to ever be featured on the cover. A milestone. That's insane. Like, I can't believe that there's never been a guy on the cover of Vogue. This is awesome for him. This is huge. And I loved this shoot. It's very like high fashion editorial. He's wearing these cool dresses. Yeah. It's very androgynous. It's like something Jeffree Star would do. Frankly, I'm loving every single fucking second of this whole editorial. And it's like, what's awesome too is like, he. it's not like Vogue or whatever just like made him like wear that for like their style. This is how Harry Styles dresses all the time. He performs in dresses, nail polish, jewelry, always has like the androgynous or whatever you said, like outfit. Totally. Like this is so his vibe and I love it. And also like femi guys are like the thing now. All the yeah. guys on TikTok wear like tons of jewelry, all have their nails painted. It's like they're making a statement. They're doing what they fucking want. And it's yeah. like, why shouldn't they? Like Harry's still just as famous, even though he wears that all the time. Who and cares? it's like girls love him just the same. Exactly. It doesn't change anything. But so many people have a problem with this. That's why this is even something that we have to like discuss that there's drama around. It can't just be like good news. Like, oh, the first guy on Vogue, it's Harry. Some people got to have an issue because he's dressed like feminine. It makes me literally livid. It's like, how dare you ever comment on his outfit? He's dressing better than any of you ever will. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't give a single fuck either. He thinks he looks bomb. And once again, the people that are having an issue with it are not nearly as popular as Harry Styles. So he really doesn't give a shit what your opinion is. Right. And it's like, they're all saying like, first man to be on the cover. It should have been more manly. Like, oh yeah, this Candace Owens lady that's like super famous on TikTok. She tweeted all this shit about how in the East they know what their manly men are and how we need more manly men. But in the West, we're like confused. And it's like, what's your definition of a manly man then for the cover of Vogue? It's Vogue. Exactly. It's like, obviously they're going to have them in some like, like high fashion yeah. shit. And also it's like, who cares? And the only person that I commend for speaking up in behalf of Harry is for the love of God, Logan Paul. Hate to say his name too, but here we are. He actually did something right for once. He earned some brownie points with me on this one mm -hmm. because obviously we all know Logan Paul's drama, not gonna get into it, but he kinda has a bad reputation. And he is stepping up. He has a guy on his podcast and they're talking about the Harry Styles Vogue cover. And this guy, whoever's on his podcast is like, nah, dude, I don't like it. Like, it's not manly. Like, yeah. why is he wearing that? Just shitting on him. No. And Logan Paul steps the fuck up. And he's like being dead serious. He's not just like fucking around. He's like, okay, so um, what does a manly man 
what does that mean? Right, like what's your fucking definition since you're so manly? And so Logan's like, um, does being manly mean being comfortable in your own skin and owning who you are regardless of what other people think about you? Um, can I get an amen? I'm like, that is the only like thoughtful thing I've heard Logan say. <laughs> and it's like 10 out of 10. Yeah. I'm loving that out of him. Me and too. I'm loving that he's sticking up for Harry. And especially in like a setting where Logan's with a bunch of dudes and his friends and they're like talking about being a manly man. Right. You know, he's like, nah. Like, actually, I don't get your point at all. All right. All right, snitches. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of Let's Gossip. Please make sure to go subscribe and leave a review. I'm pretty sure you can just do that on Apple Podcasts where you're listening. So also follow us on Instagram at We Want Gossip because, you know, we're always posting funny as shit. And we will see you snitches next Thursday for another gossip update. And take... Oh, no, you are. Blah, blah, blah. And take... And it... <laughs> Time. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>